going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Solid Stock. Let's go! <laughs> that was fun. Uh, we've got an insane episode for you guys tonight. It's going to be awesome. We've got the real Frank does it. Frank does it. However you want to say it, it's going to be awesome. We'll get Maker's Way. We'll get Mancini Woodworking in here. going to be a great episode. So let's get everybody in. Hey... And we'll see if we can't get some people in here. Oh, how's everyone doing? Oh, what's up? How's everyone doing? Hey. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> awesome. Man, Frank, how, we how all came on like super quick. Yeah, that was impressive. Some of us come on quick. <laughs> it happens, bro. It happens. You know what? What? What happened? Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. I don't hey, know. you know, it's a race, not a marathon. Frank, can you, can you see us okay? Yeah. I can see you. And hear us? Yep. Yeah, That's good. I can hear you. All yeah. right. Thanks so for having me on, guys. Um, big thank you for uh, for joining the, the Sawdust Talk here. Um, I'm Kyle Brewer, and uh, this is Sawdust Talk. Um, kind of, I'm the person who kind of got this all going, and, uh, you know, I've been doing this for a while now, and really excited because we're coming up on our 50th episode which is pretty cool um and really excited to have you on frank so i'll turn it over to jeff and uh we'll kind of introduce ourselves and then we'll kick it over to you uh i'm, I'm jeff with maker's way i have an irrational fear of lightning bugs and we'll pass it over to ed sweet <laughs> uh i'm ed from mancini woodworking um out of, I'm out of louisville kentucky um i make stuff and work at woodcraft and i'm retired army that's me. <laughs> so, on to my boy Frank over here. I'm Frank. Um, I'm a journeyman lineman by trade. I do all this part-time, um, just kind of on my free time. I'm an Army veteran, and, uh, yeah, family man. That's just enjoy doing this. Heck, yeah. yeah. I appreciate yeah. your service, brother, for you real. You too, man. Yeah, appreciate man, I'll do that. That's really awesome. So, uh, I mean, for me, first question, like, you do this part-time, like, how do you balance, like, your full-time job and uh, doing this as a part-time gig? Well, it's tough. I, I just don't get a lot of sleep. Um, <laughs> so, my full-time job, obviously, is a 40-hour week, but being a lineman, uh, power goes out, so do we, so, um, so work a lot of extended mm -hmm. hours, too, but um, I, my, my secret is, is I wake up at 2.30 in the morning and i yeah and i and i edit videos um yep <laughs> i edit that day's video um before work and then post it right before work and um i work out in the shop one day a week and i just kind of batch out as much content as i can and just trying to think of five video i gotta get five videos worth of content today you know so and wow. you know doing doing woodworking that's why you see a lot of my videos are kind of broke up into like process videos mm -hmm. and not necessarily full builds because i'm just out here one day a week that's incredible man you, you make some killer content for that that's cool for real thank you so i i kind of want to go back right so i want to go back maybe where did the the desire to do woodworking come from so your army vet, does it go behind? Does it go past that? Or did that happen in your service? Or did that happen after? Because I, I, I mean, I don't know how long you were in, but I know the transition from military to civilian life can be hard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you tend to find a hobby in there to kind of keep your mind busy. So yeah, for sure. So uh, I don't know when I first got out of the army uh, back in off of active duty back in 2008 um my hobby was my line of work which is alignment and so going through my apprenticeship that was a lot of hours and starting a young family that took up a lot of my time back then honestly my i guess what i did with my free time was play video games but um ever since we started having kids uh i haven't I packed up the Xbox in 2012 and I haven't played on a console oh, wow. since. Um, it just took up too much time, but, 
but anyways, how I got into woodworking is, um, it's kind of weird. I mean, I, I did, uh, I did woodworking in high school wood shop and I really enjoyed it. Um, but then when, when we moved from the Seattle area back to Spokane, um, I wanted to, you know, have a shop and, uh, a place with land and stuff. So, um, got this shop, got it all built out. These, uh, or this vehicle lift was the first thing I put in here because woodworking wasn't really on my mind. Um, did radiant floor heat in here. I just wanted to tinker, you know, I, That's awesome. I've always kind of been like a, I can do that myself. I'll learn how to do it myself, you know, type of person. So I just kind of wanted a shop. Right. And I mainly like back then, like to do automotive and do, do my own, like change my own oil and, you know, swap my tires and stuff like that. Well, um, when, you know, I had been married, um, quite some time, many years, and we never had a bed, an actual mm -hmm. bed. So we had, our uh, mattress was on those like those metal frames you know yeah and uh the wife really really wanted a bed and we got to looking at how much money they cost and i'm like uh that's a lot of money <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so i started i was like i could build one you know you know and, th and then that kind of started my tool addiction so i um it basically started with some Anna White plans, you know, some free Anna White plans. Yep. And I built a pretty cool uh, king size bed that we still use. I mean, um, out of pine from Home Depot, you know. So. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I just kind of started watching some woodworking videos on YouTube <laughs> and stuff, watching Jay Bates a lot, and you know, I wanted to kind of build one of those. He used to back then when I was watching him he was still building stuff a lot for to sell, right? Right. To sell on Craigslist and stuff like that. And so he was making these uh, outdoor benches out of two by fours. Yeah. I was like, I want to make one of those. So I did that. And then, so then I just kind of got hooked and I had to buy, I, I needed this tool, right? For this project. <laughs> and then I needed this tool for that project. And that's kind of how I started getting a lot of the woodworking tools. Um, and then I just kind of went from there. How I got into, I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but. No, you're um, good. That's what this is for. Yeah. It's all about you, bro. It's usually Ed rambling on every live. So <laughs> for real. It's, for real. it's better you than Ed. True. So that, that's all. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> so how I got into the content creation side of it was um, I built my own woodshed. We had a, we had our woodshed down uh in our shed it wasn't it was in a lean-to of our shed that's probably i don't know 50 yards away from the house and it's down this steep hill and in the winter the snow falls off of the lean-to blocks all the wood in there and then you got to hike it back up with a wheelbarrow and slipping in the ice and anyways I, so i wanted to get one i wanted to get my woodshed closer to the house and so i built one and I made a how-to video on YouTube, and it pretty much blew up for someone that hadn't ever made a video. And uh, I think right now it's sitting at around 800,000 yeah. views, and it still still gets a bunch. Um, I'm not huge on YouTube, but just that kind of sparked the, the flame for me. And really how I started, got, started doing micro content was um, I, I – I got on Instagram back in, I don't know, 2017, probably mm -hmm. uh, just looking to like bring people over to my YouTube channel or send people from my YouTube channel to Instagram to keep up with me. Right. Cause I wasn't posting a lot cause I'm, I mean, it takes a lot of stinking work and a lot of time to do a YouTube video and to edit it and all that stuff. So I was only doing like one video one to two videos a year um and so i wanted to keep my audience somewhat engaged so i was like trying to build my instagram mm -hmm. for that reason well at that point it was instagram was old enough to where if you didn't get in on it like way back when when it was still photos and stuff and grow like it seemed like as a new person on instagram you didn't uh like you could not grow right right so i kind of gave up on Instagram for a long time. Um, and then 
you know, I was still trying to do YouTube videos, which if any of you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you realize I don't have a bunch on there and a lot of them are mediocre at best. <laughs> but uh, um, then TikTok started. And so I just started posting like, I was like, I'll just post on here just for fun, right? Because one of my buddies who does hunting, hunting content posted a video on there and it like went viral. It was like his first video, right? Mm-hmm. And he is also a content creator, but on the hunting side. And uh, so I tried it and I got like a hundred thousand views in one day on just something silly. One of my first videos on there. And so then I kind of got addicted to like, Oh yeah. And so then I got better at the mic and I actually enjoy micro content way better than YouTube, to be honest. Um, so then, then I, I grew pretty fast on TikTok, and then uh, that's kind of around the time when Instagram started reels is when I started hitting Instagram hard and Instagram's actually my preferred platform now mm-hmm. over TikTok or over YouTube, anything mainly because of the community uh, people like you guys and just the engagement here is, is real and it's real people and meeting meeting uh, other woodworkers at WorkbenchCon that I met on here. And just, you end up meeting these people face to face and it's like, you've known each other for 20 years, right? So internet, you know, we're we're internet friends, but really it's more than that in this community. And so that's kind of, so I probably got off topic a little bit. No, you're good. What you drinking? Um, peanut butter whiskey nice nice <laughs> i just want to say awesome. I, I thought it was hilarious that you're like yeah i wanted to change change my oil and tires so i bought a, a car lift <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i wish you got that lineman money you know <laughs> <laughs> so i i will say that if anybody that's watching now if you're not following frank on his instagram channel he does literally everything like DIY, outdoor, farming, agriculture, <laughs> works on cars, does woodworking. Like he's literally into everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I think sometimes that might hurt me a little bit because I veer away from my niche a little bit, but I enjoy I it. Maybe yeah, we all need, niche, we all need variations. So let's I talk definitely enjoy it. Yeah, let's nice. talk. I appreciate it. Screw sawdust. Let's talk cars now. <laughs> I would just uh, reel us back in and say, hey, make sure you're following Frank on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, every every aspect of it. And uh, I appreciate that. Hit that little aerial above it and follow all of us as well. We would all appreciate that. Um, but no, I mean, Frank, so so you talk about the Instagram like community, like how does that differ from TikTok and like why like do you, do you post more Instagram or like talk a little bit about those differences and kind of why why you prefer that so from what i've experienced on TikTok is there's no i don't feel any connection um i feel a connection with a few people on there that you know i don't know if the instagram just takes people away from growing that that kind of interaction or or what, but a lot of the people that are woodworkers on TikTok actually know me from, from here, mm-hmm. um, even though I'm bigger over there. Well, they know me from here because I'm more engaged here and it is a more real interaction here, right? The DMs are better. Like, um, you know, I DM a lot of people, people, new woodworkers ask me for advice. Um, I'll ask other content creators for advice you know, like, Hey, where'd you get this tool or Hey, can or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's night and day difference. Whereas over there, it feels like I post a video and it, it either goes viral or it doesn't. And then I go and swipe and watch, watch through other people's videos. And that's fun. It's enjoyable to consume that content yeah. over there. <clears throat> just the same as it is here on reels. But I feel like there's the, there's no real woodworking community on TikTok like there is here. That's cool, man. I, That's Sam cool. Sam made a po- made a comment in the chat where she said uh, TikTok is more like post and ghost. And yeah. I feel like yeah. that's kind of the case. Like it's it's your quick fix for the day type thing. 
Exactly. And I'm guilty of that over there. Like I don't engage and maybe I'm the problem, but I don't engage in the comment section a whole lot because I feel like when it was, when TikTok was first evolving, I felt like they, and this is, you know, we, we all get a little bit paranoid about our content and why isn't it performing and all this stuff. Right. So I could be off my rocker, but um, I just kind of felt like the more I was in like answering stuff on my videos and the video just keeps playing in the background and they're thinking like, Oh, he's just trying to pump his views up because he's, because it keeps playing over and over or, you know what I mean? So it was, it was weird. I just, to me, it's just, it just seems a little, um, unpredictable. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just, I do like it. I do continue to post there, but it's not, that's not where I'm focused fully. I think Instagram reels, <clears throat> are a little bit more predictable like you can kind of tell and and you just see what what type, types of reels are catching on and then you just make something like that if it's a short reel glue peel things like that will catch on you right. know it, it's whereas tiktok i don't even know if if it's an actual algorithm or just a randomized chaos so yeah <clears throat> yeah it's a hard one to figure out for sure being said i think i have three uh videos on tiktok and i never use it i don't even know if i can log in yeah so <laughs> <laughs> another, another thing too that i feel like it, it dings me a little bit is but i'm such a nice guy right i need to follow my friends back or follow people back that are woodworkers right. i feel like i'm like a week ahead on instagram over because it's the same content right i just <clears throat> share it both places but i feel like uh the people that see my stuff that are woodworkers on tiktok already saw it last week here so i don't feel like it's engaged with like it would if it was you know new content yeah so that's a little bit of a downfall of of working multiple platforms is a lot of times people have already seen your videos and then they'll just skip it because they're like already see already saw that i'll just swipe up right? Are, you, so. are you also posting shorts on youtube uh I have, but I don't consistently. Yeah. Same with Facebook Reels, um, and I'm kind of an idiot, but they uh, they're trying to pay me now too. Facebook is, and I st and I still don't. I, I, Man, I need to. I just... uh, Facebook Facebook can give you some pretty good compensation. Um, I worked with Johnny Builds, and his Facebook sometimes outperforms his Instagram. So something to think about i yeah i would never turn down money like that i know and i and I'm, I'm it's in the back of my mind and i'm like but when i'm when i get done po or get done editing today's video right and and my goal is to start posting it at 5 40 and i'm very regimented right so i gotta start posting it by 5 40 just that way i can add whatever i need to add and i'm ready to hit post at 0600 pacific time yeah you know, so then it's like, but I start my shift at work at 630 and I'm, and I'm actually in, in like a leadership position, mm -hmm. um, too. So then my guys are starting to come in they're asking me questions before 630. Mm -hmm. And so then I, it's like, okay, guys, I can't post. I'm trying to make you know, a video I'll, here. <laughs> I'll post late. I'll post at lunchtime or something. And then yeah. I forget or, or an outage comes in and I have to get someone on it or, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I do need to get. Maybe I need to wake up at uh, one thirty. <laughs> do you do you have, have a, a time that performs best for you when you when you post? Because we've been running a lot of different tests, and and for Johnny, the best that we found is eight a.m. If we post before or after, it doesn't usually perform as well. But eight a.m. almost always works for you know last week, but before then a bunch of people were telling me 10 a.m so is there kind of a time or a day that that is best for you are you talking central time yeah that's the only time that counts <laughs> that's what i say about pacific time <laughs> west coast is the best coast no yeah so that would be i mean yeah that would be uh that would be 6 a.m for you so yeah so that's that's when i like to post is yeah right before six or at six but yeah the you know the further i get past six i do feel like it's 
not seen as much. But I also think that boils down to being consistent too, right? Yeah. If, yeah. If I agree. I feel like my, my a lot of my followers know that like my video is supposed to be there when they sit down Wait, and they pour their <laughs> cup of coffee or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, so or they might be out the door at 6.15 Pacific time and then they missed my video because I posted it at 6.15 while, while they were on their commute. Oh, they should just, six. you know, watch it while they're driving. Right. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And over to you, man. So, yeah. I don't know how much validity there is to that, but that's kind of what I found. But Yeah. Instagram's weird like that. <laughs> I don't post enough to really to really yeah. make a difference, honestly. I, I do more lives than anything else, so I – as far as reels and stuff, it's I'm just like whatever. Yeah. Um, I think I post so, reels that I know are going to do horrible. <laughs> you never know. You did post one that that you thought was going to do horrible, and it did really good. So yeah, that's um, true. I was going to post. So in in the beginning of the show, you were like, you know, I'm a I'm a veteran. I'm a lineman. Uh, I'm a you said I'm a family man, right? Mm -hmm. And I kind of yeah. want to key in on that family man part because, like, even if you weren't to say that. I think everybody could see that in your content and your family is very, very involved in your content. So, um, was that planned? Was that forced? Was that, um, how do they, how do they, um, take into you putting them in videos and, and stuff like that? Like, and how is it managing family time? Because like it shows like you, you look like a, a wonderful, you know, family man. So I, I just, I'm curious. I try my best, you know, but, uh, no, the, the kids, the kids, they like being in the videos. They, they're never forced to be in them. Um, but they do, they do like the being, having dad say, Oh, your videos just hit a million views or whatever, you know, they like that. And, you know, the little one, she doesn't really know anything like that, but she, she likes hanging out and doing it and, she she likes to rewatch it and you know um, that's cool. As far as managing my time with the family, like because a lot of my content doesn't have them in in here, you know. So uh, luckily, in my line of work, you know, at, at where I work, we do four tens, so I have three three days off a week. So that that's why I only do. I used to be a crazy shop, like I got to get a YouTube video, I got you know, and I'm. I'm focused, laser focused, yeah. right? So I it took away from the family a lot, and I just kind of had to reevaluate. It's either I get because they're number one, right? So it's either I get rid of Frank does it all together, or I really try to rein it in, and that's kind of why I'm so regimented. Um, and so two days of the weekend are dedicated solely to my family mm -hmm. and stuff around the house that needs done, um, the honeydew list, yeah. you know. Yep. Um, and then, you know, and that's why I wake up early because I don't want to come home after a long day at work and, um, edit videos. So right. I do it in the morning when it doesn't like, it doesn't impact my family at all. So the only sacrifice that I have with my family time is that one day that I'm in the shop and that right. I feel like that's pretty reasonable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because the very first video that you ever posted on this Instagram account was your kids pulling some wood out of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back in August of 2019. It's the very first video. Yeah. Yeah. So my kids, they, uh, they learn to work and we're, you know, we live out in the woods and, you know, uh, they do chores. Yeah. Just like the good old days. And, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> So they, they enjoy coming out to the shop. Only one of my kids really uh, is like fully enjoys like the woodworking part and wants to be, wants to be a woodworker. Yeah. But yeah, but they, they enjoy the videos. Like my son, he really likes, he really likes when I invite him to be in the videos and you know, like that, uh, that happy Gilmore remake video. Mm -hmm. he, he, he got a, a big kick out of that one. And so, and That's he's awesome. actually a little, He's actually a little Steven Spielberg too. Like all my kids, they're they create their own content. It just doesn't get posted. Right. But they're constantly walking around with their iPads, like filming each other, like <laughs> and they'll set it up in a way. And my 
they'll be like, okay, don't look at the camera, guys. You got to look over here. And, <laughs> and you know, so they've kind of watched me enough because when, when I do do the family content, I actually act like a yeah. director or a producer yeah. where I'm like, okay, look here or look there. And, you know, if they don't get the lip syncing right, I'm like, all right, we got to do it again. And, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. So they kind of pick up on that. And they actually make some pretty cool videos. They just don't get seen by yeah. the public, but <laughs> that's cool, man. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Uh, can, can we talk about the future for a second? Like what's coming up for you, man? Like, are, do you ever plan on like taking like the content creation, like full time or like, are you planning on doing more YouTube or kind of what, what's that next step for you look like? So I don't think, I don't know if I'll ever uh, do it full time. I don't know if I, it can ever pay me enough. Uh, to do full time, um, my my career is pretty lucrative, so it'd be hard to replace that yeah. um, income. Um, and then I do want to start growing more on on YouTube and doing more YouTube, but I need to find an editor that I trust. Um, and I that's my hang up because I'm doing the content right. I'm filming the content. I've I've got a camera dedicated for YouTube always filming mm -hmm. but the videos never get edited because i don't have the time so if i could find an editor that i trusted i'll pay him like i'm i'm in a position now where i can hire one i just don't i can't find one especially like on you know you can go on like fiverr and stuff like that and hire someone from overseas but it's like, how do I know this person's not going to steal my content? How do I know that they're just going to get uploaded in the in the uh, proper manner um, or under in the same quality that I filmed it? You know, there's a lot because I care a lot about what's put out. Right. So that's my main. Thing Have up. you so, thought about yeah, reaching out I, I do on Instagram and asking the community for people that may be looking for something like that? Um, I thought about it. Um, I, I saw, uh, yesterday, um, that Charlie was, uh, seeking help for SketchUp. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Hey, I should do, maybe I should do that for, for editing. <laughs> but then I, you know, I would trust someone on here for sure. Um, but another thing is trying to get up, uploading a terabyte worth of footage, 4k footage onto like a google drive yeah. it takes like two days yeah and then they got then they got dude like two days to download it so they can edit it and then two more days to upload it back onto the drive and then two days for me to download it so i can post yeah <laughs> so i don't know i think that's probably the way i'm gonna have to go is do it but i would love if i could find someone locally where right. it's like i'll drive it to your i'll drive my my solid state drive to your house and just give it to you and then you can give it to me when you're done yeah, I don't know. That's that's awesome, man. And hopefully, hopefully you can find that editor soon. Definitely uh, love your content and and would love to see more of it. So if yeah, anybody watching it, is looking for that kind of work, hit him up. Yeah, you'd you'd yeah. be surprised how well community posts will will work. I mean, that's how. So a couple of people have said it. That's how I got connected with Johnny Builds. So. I mean, you'd be surprised how many, and he doesn't have any followers on Instagram. So I don't even, yeah. even know if he has, if anybody even watches his YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> YouTube.com slash Johnny Builds. Go ahead and uh, help me get a pay raise. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Yeah, and I and I talked talk to a lot of people at, uh, at WorkbenchCon too. Um, and that's, that's, that's like the main mm -hmm. advice from people like Katz Moses and stuff was hire yeah. an editor, yeah, hire yeah. an editor. That was a year ago, and I, I'm like, I'm gonna hire an editor, and I'm <laughs> trying to hire an editor. Can't freaking find one. That, that's that's <laughs> when when Johnny came back, like the day he came back from uh, uh, WorkbenchCon, he posted the the community uh, post, and I messaged him. I was like, Hey, let's get freaky. So nice. We so, already knew so each other from Grinder. So it was all right. You up? You edit for him then? Uh, kind of. I, I don't edit the full videos. Um, he, there's a lot to it. Um, I'm not as good. I do all the the videographer videography, and I make all his reels. Um, as far as editing, I could do a rough edit, but 
he is so damn fast at it. Like he when he when he starts editing, he it's it's like watching uh like a uh whatever the people are that I'm I'm dumb right now. Uh that play music or the direct the music. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. The maestro? Yeah, the maestro. That's not what they're called. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's he's a like a magician with it. So nice. it's not worth worth paying me to do something four times as slow. But, you know, I'm I'm valuable in other ways. I have a, a great smile. You do. <laughs> and you have neck tattoos. That's what counts. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> Jeff, do you have any questions? Oh, Before I was we gonna, get into the questions and I was going to talk box. more about YouTube. I was going to talk more about YouTube. I mean, you're you're you don't post that often, but your YouTube channel is is growing. Um you don't have any plans per se, but do you have big projects that you would like to turn into videos, like specifically for YouTube? Oh, yeah. I I mean, I probably have like eight projects that I have content for. I just There you go. That's four years right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's, no, I watched I watched your shed, your shed video that's, I mean, it, it, it's almost a million views. It's it's good. I mean, you know, you, you have, you, you got the chops, kid, but no, it just, uh, it. <laughs> you just need to sleep less. That way you have more time to make silly internet videos. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The real, real question is like, how, like, when do you go to bed? Yeah. Like, what's your when you bedtime? You wake up at 3 a.m.? What'd you say, 2 a.m.? 2.30. Yeah, 2.30. Uh, uh. So I, I usually go to bed at 9 or 10. Okay. It's like, oh my god, man, that's 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 rough. Yeah, but I've been doing it for three years straight now, and I'm doing all right. <laughs> I bet you can just like close your eyes and fall asleep anywhere, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you learn. Don't give me a, you learn. Don't give me to, a big meal at lunchtime. Yeah, you learn how to how to operate on minimal sleep in the military. Yeah, forever, forever. You do, and you learn the importance yeah. of naps. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right, Ed, over to you. Uh, any questions for you before we uh, kick off to you, uh, those questions in the box? No, I wanted to get to the questions before we, because, you know, I sit here and run my mouth a lot, yeah. and then we don't have time for Thank questions, you. so. Yeah, go <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll click on them as, as you. Yeah, so um, Sam from Woolly Pedal, Pedals Wood Woodco, something like that, says, uh, do you recommend new content creators attend WorkbenchCon? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of the keynote, a lot of the keynote speakers and classes that they have there are beneficial um, for new content creators to get a little, some little tips and tricks or just, I mean, even, you know, I was still pretty new last year, but I think I was at like 50K followers last year but um i had a lot of light bulb moments you know and it was mainly on the business side not necessarily like the content creation side because mm -hmm. there wasn't any like editing classes or you should post now you should post now you should, you know you know what i mean there was none of that there were some hands-on woodworking classes and but there was some motivational speeches and but a lot of it was geared towards how do you monetize this mm -hmm. and so that's beneficial. So it's kind of depends on what you're after. If you want to meet people uh, that you know on the internet or people you look up to on the internet, it's a good place. It's good for that. For me, I like it more for like the networking and for like hanging out with my friends and meeting That's meeting the people that I interact with on here. So yeah, sure. So so are you go on uh, WorkbenchCon this year then? Yes, sir. Awesome. Yep. What, well, uh, me, what is me your... and this me and this handsome guy down here, wherever he's at, we'll see you there. <laughs> Perfect. Looking forward to it. I uh, I'm not sure if I'm going, but hopefully, maybe we'll see. Um, <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go. But uh, <laughs> a lot of other commitments, so we'll see. So uh, yeah. So speaking of workbench, kind like what what is your favorite part about it? Like other than like you know hanging out with friends like is there something that like you can't miss like hey you got to go see this this part of workbench con um i'm assuming i've only went once so 
but I'm, I'm assuming that it's different every year. Like the sessions and stuff are going to be different. Like some of my uh, buddies that went last year, it was their first time this year, they're teaching a class. So like pine, pine barren uh, woodworks, mm -hmm. him and uh, Sawdust Gypsy are teaching a class this year. And so I think it just kind of depends for me. I know you said not the hanging out part, but for me, that's what I like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the main thing for, for the majority of people is the hanging out, the networking, the getting to meet people. I mean, that was hands down, <clears throat> oh, hands down the, the best part of Maker Camp. So yeah, is, I mean, really, that, that was, Maker, I really is Maker Camp in your future for next, for, for 23? Um, I would go to all of them if I, if I could, but you know, I have to back to the family man thing. Yeah. I don't know if I, if it's, really i've 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 kind of set it out to where i would just do one a year but i haven't really broached that um conversation with you know my wife but so i'd um, say a good i would really point, like to a good selling point for for maker camp is you just go camping we're gonna go camping for the weekend or whatever the case is <laughs> yeah you either bring camping stuff or like me and jeff and uh, zach from double k we rented an rv and we just just slummed it in a, in a freaking bed yeah in a in a three bed rv and it was or a camper or whatever and it was awesome like so there were people that actually brought their kids and everything like they brought their whole family with them yeah and they just they hung out with everybody during the day doing the demonstrations and all that stuff and then at, you know at night or whatever they hung out with their family and did a campfire and did some s'mores and stuff and did the family thing that's cool I don't know if my wife would uh, let us tow our RV all the way to New York. But. Oh, you rent one there. We rented one, and most people had it dropped off at the campsite. I just yeah. I rented mine in Massachusetts and drove it there. So. Nice, nice. Yeah. And you know, another like if I was gonna go on another trip too, I'd really like to go to uh, the the Pine Barren Festival that they started last year, that just because like. I really connected with with uh, with those guys, and you know, it's to me, it's all about connection and the people. And heck, I'd I'd like to go to that. Heck yeah, you know, and just it's because my support. friends are putting it on, and yeah. yeah. And same with Maker Camp. Like I know that I know a lot of my friends on here that don't go to Workbench Con go to that. Right. So. And then I had the opportunity for a paid way to uh, that. I don't know what it exactly is but iwfa or international woodworker or something in atlanta iwsf another, yeah yeah another big convention in atlanta and i couldn't go because i had already kind of gone to work bench con yeah. and, you know so but that that is actually from what i hear more of a place that you want to go if you're trying to meet brands so brands yeah. and and see a bunch of commercial they have a lot of commercial stuff there yeah yeah. Whereas like Workbench Con, I went there last year thinking maybe I'll I'll hook up with some brands, and I did. I mean, some of them, you know, meeting those people have turned into some brand deals and stuff. But um, there, there's not a lot of brands there at Workbench Con. And that's from what one, I hear, one, it's going to be very different this year. Good, good. Um, I hope so. But um, yeah. So sweet. I heard. Jeff over Ed here. is actually uh, starting a pool party this year at uh, so Fort uh, Con. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm going there looking to sponsor other makers on behalf of EdInBed.us. So <laughs> it's a speedo <laughs> speedo company. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Uh, I need to hit the gym a couple more times, and I'll I'll be I'll I'll hook you up. Dude, <laughs> That's amazing. Jeff, over here. Question? Let me get one out of the box here. Um, I think which one's coming first, the top or the bottom? Well, I can't scroll to the bottom for no the, some reason. The newest so. ones are on the top. <clears throat> okay. Uh, well, I like to go from the – I'm a bottom boy. Uh, let's see. Who are some of the top makers that you draw inspiration from or follow personally? Um, I really admire uh, Dusty Lumber. Oh, man. I, and he he does awesome work. Um, and then another is Jay Bates. 
Um, he's kind of, like I was talking earlier, one of my inspirations for actually getting started in woodworking. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's a lot, um, just so many, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the people that I, that I look up to and admire the most are, are the people that are kind of at my level and lower in follower count. Cause to me, the, the number doesn't mean Jack for me. Like I'm, I'm just me and I'll never, I'll never ever get to a point where I think I'm something special because of a number, you know? So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like I really look up to, um, like benchtop, like that, uh, the army guy that just, that I just posted a couple videos about his dust collection on Bosch. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have a lot of followers, but I look up to that's, that's some pure like ingenuity, right? That thing's and awesome. I, I have that. I love I, it. I admire that. So yeah. yeah do, you have any, do you have any issues with thickness of stock on that? Cause we have the same miter saw at our shop, at Johnny's shop. Uh, do you have um, any problem with thickness of, and then uh, maybe that, that's an issue that Ed has, but nobody else has. I, I brought it up because I, I, I haven't tried to cut eight quarter on it yet, but like I could see that there's going to be a limit on how thick of material you can cut in there. Yeah, I can see that. And, and in all transparency, guys, I'm kind of a uh, miter saw poser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really use it a lot. Me neither. <laughs> I use my table saw a lot yeah. for cross cuts, but. I mean, Ed said um, that the dust collection attachment works flawlessly. It is amazing. So, I mean, it, it, it does. Yeah. It, it's it, probably it really a given day. <clears throat> if you want it one does. that catches everything, you won't be able to cut everything kind of thing. Yeah. And I think, I think he's actually coming up with a, with a solution for being able to adjust it. Yeah. For oh, thicker nice. Stock. nice. So, um, obviously probably not the one that's sitting on my saw, but I think he's probably have to redesign a little bit or, right. you know, I think there is probably some limitations. Um, also like when you, when you slide out, I think, I mean, if you're trying to cut like six or you wouldn't be able to cut that many anyways, but if you're trying to, if you're trying to cut like four, two by fours stacked up at the same time, yeah. you, I, I'm guessing you probably run into that dust collection. Yeah. But I don't ne- I don't ever do that. So I use a, I use my miter saw so little that and I never use it for, for finished projects. I just yep. I use it to cut rough stuff size. down to rough rough size, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So I got a question for you from Temecula Yard Games. Uh do you make products to sell? Um and I would kind of just add like what are your kind of thoughts on, you know, selling products? Do you have like an idea for the future? Like are you looking to add more products to sell? Kind of where are you headed there? Um I don't actually make products to sell. I I make most or well, all my projects are either gifts or something that a friend wanted me to make that and I I usually charge just cost a material because it's I make my I want to make my money from the content not the woodworking mm-hmm. like I'd go broke if that's what I was trying to do especially with my tool addiction um so I don't actually make stuff to sell but if I was going to like if there was 10 of me I'd probably um try to mass produce my router jig that I that I came up with and sell that because I've sold a lot of plans for it, but I think a lot of people just want the jig and don't want to have to build it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's guys that can, you know, uh, Katz Moses makes Tamara three by three customs, Mm -hmm. uh, her, uh, router jig. I mean, there's, there's people that you, if you wanted to go that route and then you don't have to do anything, you just sit back and collect the check. Yeah. And I've, I've kind of, uh, I've kind of waded into those waters a little bit and uh, there's not a lot of support for manufacturing, but I haven't reached out to other people that would, that would like, I think if you did like, <clears throat> like a, a kit might be a good thing, mm-hmm. have yeah. the parts cut and have all the hardware and parts cut. And all you have to do is glue it together would probably be best. But as far as, as far as mass producing, I, I mean, and I can agree it's, it's not, 
I've been told by tool manufacturers, like, that's a great idea, but it would cost us this much money to, you know, make the casting for that. And, and it, you might say, you know, it, it's just, it's not one of those things that's going to like yeah. the bench top, like the bench top dust collection. I mean, that guy's on to something huge there. Right. Yeah. So no, it's just, it's just a jig. That's pretty cool for cutting handles and cutting boards that I feel like makers really like it. And if I could make them to like ship to people, it, you'd probably see a lot more of them in use, but yeah, for sure. Cause I, yeah. I know I don't like making jigs. I'd rather buy a jig. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just that kind of, I'm that kind of person. So I mean, Rockler um, pretty much makes their whole business off that essentially. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, so question not in the box, but, um, so you talk about this tool addiction. So what was the very first tool you got that really gave you that massive itch to just keep on going? Um, ironically enough, probably the Bosch miter saw yeah. that I don't use. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so when I was making that bed, I, I bought that, I bought the Harbor Freight sliding compound i did too crap yeah like yeah because i'm just like i'm just gonna build this one thing and it's probably good enough right well and then i started like moving on to build more stuff i'm like this thing sucks doesn't cut straight and i didn't wow. have a nice table saw at the time and so i had a i had what i thought was nice at the time it was like 600 craftsman contractor table saw for the longest time um so then I, I made a jig on a, a cross-cutting sled for it. And then I, you know, was able to make super accurate cuts. And and so then, uh, so I, I, I mean, the miter saw probably was the first one where it's like, but then it was probably not so much like the tool addiction, more of like, that would be nice to have. Or it was more my woodworking addiction that was growing. Yeah which fed which fed into a tool addiction and then i i run i run into this like my whole in every aspect of my life where it's to me i'd rather uh cry once buy once yeah um yeah so like when i bought my truck i had to make sure it had an eight foot bed and a diesel motor because i don't want to limit myself and you know i do it with everything that's like, a monster of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I had to have the Ben Pack lift because I did, re I did, you know, I researched it and it was the best one. And, you know, so it's, it's not so I can be the best because I never brag about my stuff. I just, I want quality. Right. I don't, I don't care about status or anything like that. Never will, but I just want quality things. Yeah. That's awesome. I hear you. I'm, I'm the same way with my miter saw. I barely use it, but at the same time, I'm like, that capex is looking nice. I'm not going to use it. I just want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> have, you, have you ever used one? Because the grip, the grip is weird. Because it's like it this instead of every other one. Yeah, it's, it's real weird. I don't know. I've, I've, I heard. Uh, I heard if you're I heard asking me, I've though. never used it. Yeah, I've used it. It's awkward, um, but it's it's a nice saw. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just give me a, Give me a dusty lumber co freaking radial arm saw and I'll be good to I'm go. Saying, anyway, you need a radial arm saw. I got five if you want one. <laughs> that thing would be sweet. I wish that King Canada would like ship to the U.S. Woodcraft I'd like to buy sells King Canada. Tools. Really? Yeah, yeah. I just learned that a couple weeks ago when I was when we had a in our sales flyer it said King Canada and I was like, what the hell's going on? Nice, okay. crazy, yeah. Jeff, you like they definitely want a new radio arm <laughs> Jeff, you want a big question? <laughs> yeah, let me pull one up. Oh, I can scroll down now. All right. Uh, when when can you be best convinced? Oh man, I cannot read. I'm sorry. Have you made any Christmas gifts? I'll use that one. That's easier to read. My brain ain't working good this year. <laughs> I don't know if he's talking this year or any year throughout history. Uh, Did you ever make a macaroni necklace as a child? <laughs> well, yeah. 
Everybody did. <laughs> I still do. I Pop, popcorn necklace. There you go. Um, but this year I didn't make any gifts. Last year I made that um, that coaster set that I'm re repurposing the content right mm -hmm. now. <laughs> that was last year's videos. Um, but yeah, I've I've made a lot of gifts, but not this year. <laughs> Do you like making Christmas gifts? Because I always wait till the last minute because I'm a pathological procrastinator. Um, and then I'm like, like ah, I got to get this done like today and throw it in a Target bag instead of wrapping it because <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> like, ah, oh, Santa's uh, in the wood shop again. Don't come in. <laughs> I like to. I just, with one day a week in the shop, it's just not practical. It's, yeah, it's like, hard. I'll have, to start, I'll have to start in July. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. I'm a I'm a big time procrastinator too. So I I feel that <laughs> I like making anything out of wood, and if I if it makes somebody happy, then that's you know I do enjoy it. I just yeah. I can't, can't like I can't like pump out ten cutting boards as Christmas gifts. Yeah. You know. No, I, I feel that. <laughs> I'm the biggest. I've I've got a lot of uh, Christmas gifts to finish up still, so <laughs> that'll be. <laughs> uh, so going back to these questions, we'll we'll wrap up with a, a couple more here, uh, and then we'll let you get out of here. Really appreciate your time. Um, but Shameless Builds was asking, you know, do you think content does better when there's a personality in the shot, or is just the work itself enough? Um, I think I think it kind of depends. Um, if you're talking one video, I think it's more it's more making a visually pleasing video rather than your smiling mug. I mean, but for your account to grow, I think it's important for at least like once, like at least one out of every five videos to have you in it, your face in it, your face in the thumbnail. Um, make a lot of close-up videos that are visually satisfying that I mean everyone probably sees my Apple watch and my silver ring and like oh that's Frank's hand <laughs> but um, and they know it's my video but you know when they go viral like that people don't they just they just like that it's visually pleasing whereas right. if they come to your page and they're like oh this guy only does close-ups of screws going into wood like why like you know what I mean? People want to follow the person, so you need to actually incorporate the personality in at least a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily your personality, but like your face, your like what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. I know. Ed, over to you. We'll get uh, one or two more questions in. And then... Yeah. So I'm going to throw a two parter out, right? And they're both from Paul at 1116 Woodworks. So he says, uh, when can you be convinced to come back to the West side for a Portland maker meetup meetup and what's your preferred program for editing? So, um, him and I are supposed to go snowboarding. So, <laughs> um, we'll have to, we'll have to figure that out, but I, I like to do a West side meetup for sure. It's just getting one, getting one going. Um, we've had some, uh, discussions and like uh, group dms about uh making a meetup and that kind of just there was uh, uh no offense to anybody that might be watching but it's it just got a little bit too many people's ideas all at once and yeah it was just just keep it simple down and like, meet up like a group of four or five people and come up with something then invite everybody right yeah. and they come or they don't um so if something gets organized nicely then yeah i'll go um and then uh what was the second part uh what preferred method of uh editing or like oh, what, uh, yeah program preferred program yeah so i use uh davinci resolve on my macbook um it's free and it's seems like it has most of the features that like the premiere pro <laughs> has or at least that's what i've been told but it has plenty of features for me. Um, it takes a little bit to learn how to do it, but um, really it's kind of, you have to like artistically see it in your mind in order to like 
make the video do what you want want it to do. Yeah. But then you have to learn like keyframes and like it's it's inter- it takes some learning, and that's you know that's part of part of being successful doing this is putting the time learning. Um, and then if if I'm in a pinch, um, I'll use splice on my phone once in a while just because you can do like the Ken Ken Burns effect and do like because I'm sure and I don't care if people copy this, but I'm sure everyone notices or maybe you don't, but in all of my videos, I like to do like a slow zoom out. Mm. I think it just kind of adds a little bit of butter to the video. Mm. And I can do that with splice as well. Um, I don't like editing on my phone. Um, A big reason for that is I like to import all of the videos into, or all the raw content into my computer so that I can have it for later. Right. Um, so if I do use splice, I have to try to remember to like airdrop it to my computer so that I have it for next year, right? For throwback Thursday next year. That's right. Right. Um, <laughs> I think with DaVinci, you can, I don't know the, the paid version. I think you can like upload all your, all your footage or your edit and like send it to whoever. Cause I think that's how Modustrial maker, uh, Mike Clifford, he was telling me, trying to trying to talk me and Johnny into using it because he can just send his entire video rough cut to his editor and it, it's like nothing. Seriously. So, yeah, you might look into that. I also have no idea what I'm talking about as per <laughs> usual, um, but there's something there. There's something there that might be truthful. That'd be so. a game changer. I mean, it's, it's probably one of those things where you can see it, but it's like a lower... A lower, yeah, it might be like, might it's, be like comp- it's compressed. Yeah, that'd be sick, actually, if I could do that. And then once the editor's done with it, they send it back, and then you re-render it with with. Let me. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to I'll talk to his editor and see if I can get the logistics, and and I'll 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 DM you about it. Heck yeah, that'd be awesome. What's funny too is once we were talking about hiring an editor, I was I saw on my phone I was getting DMs like crazy. Of oh people, yeah, like che- there you like, go. Check. Like, said, talk to this guy. Talk to this guy. Nice. <laughs> so, looks like I maybe, you know, again, it's the community, right? Yeah. yeah. And we only that need 10% of your ad revenue for that. Exactly. That's one thing that I have a hard time with uh, is asking for help. Hence, yeah. Frank does it. Frank does it. Frank uh, does Someone helps me. Ask for help. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, Jet, if any final questions here, and, and then I'll wrap it up after that. Uh, let, let me see. Yeah, I, I want to get. I want to get this one from Stacy. Is there a tool you regret buying or didn't meet your expectations? Hmm. Yeah, that. Dish it out. Great. Oh, saw. Besides any harbor freight, <laughs> I think that's a given. Um, I think that's a given. <clears throat> Um, no, not really. Um, given, given the money that I had at the time, I feel like I made a good choice regardless. I mean, I really don't like my joiner and planer, but at the time, like they were 600 bucks a piece and I didn't have five G's to drop on a jointer. Yeah. I have five G's to drop on a 20 inch planer. Like, um, so I don't regret buying them, but I definitely want to upgrade them. Um, but I feel like every tool that I've purchased, I'm happy with, like my Laguna bandsaw, I'm super happy with it. Uh, the saw stop, I really happy with it. My, my drum sander. I mean, all my big machines that I, that I purchased, I don't, I don't regret them at all. Yeah. I mean, that's part, part of that of that's because... buy, once, cry, buy once, cry once philosophy. Like, you're not exactly. going to make those because you're doing your research and making sure you're buying the, the most adequate tool. Yeah. Yes, makes sense. exactly. And I just appreciate yeah. you. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so I guess uh, last question here for me, and uh, we'll kind of throw it over to you. Any final thoughts? But, you know, any any time off during the holidays for you from social media? Do you ever, you know, turn that phone off and, and kind of stay away from social media or kind of what, what's that holiday or, or balance look like? 
Um, so what I did last year, I'll probably do again, is just do like a greatest hits type uh, series next week. Yeah. Maybe just share my top five ever performing videos. Right. And that way I don't have to edit anything, but I'll still be posting and, you know, yeah. engaging. But I don't have to spend 10 hours editing. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand that. Um, so it, it's been fun. This hour has flown by. Yeah. I really appreciate being on me, and it's been awesome. Uh, Ed, Jeff, any final thoughts here? And then I'll, I'll throw it over to you, Frank. Okay. Um, I honestly just like, like we appreciate you and, and what you do for the community and the, the information and the tips and the tricks and everything. Like you say, you know, I'm just trying to put together quick stuff, but that quick stuff is super impactful to, to the woodworking community. So we appreciate that, and please don't stop. Don't stop including your family because we love to see that. Um, I mean, I do. I love to see like the family man come out of you. That's it's amazing. Um, and um, for everybody out there, just be good to each other. You know, that's all I got. I say. appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I I definitely love seeing the the balance of your work, family, work, life. Um, it's definitely good that you show that. And I, I I hope that other people see that and. And it kind of helps them with their struggles because I know a lot of people do struggle with their, their work-life balance um, on top of social media. So I hope you continue to inspire, inspire people on that. Also, uh, youtube.com slash Johnny Builds. Go ahead. Uh, we dropped a video last week. It's a great video. It's hilarious. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> but, but, Frank, I just want to thank you uh, for being here on our little show. And, uh, Kyle, it's all yours. I, I, Jeff, I'm gonna have to cut you off on some of these Johnny Bill bike plugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever promote myself, hey, so hey, it's fine. If you're not following Johnny Bills, go follow him. Jeff really needs the help, right? I need the uh, money. I need the money. <laughs> I would just say, you know, big thanks to Scott and George Supplyco. Like, if you haven't checked them out, he is an awesome uh, maker and just part of this show. He, you know, he's really. Um, helped make this what it is today um, and has really supported all of us here on the show. Um, go get your maker merch there um, from all of us. Chef's got there. Ed's got a shop there. Uh, I have a shop there. Saw his talk as a shop. Go and buy some merch and uh, help support the channel. Um, and Frank, just thank you again for your time, man. It was a pleasure and you're awesome. And just keep putting out that awesome content. You know, it, it's, it's incredible what, what you've been able to do and we look forward to seeing what you have to bring in the future. So, yeah. Thanks guys. I, I really do appreciate all the kind words. One, one question I have is yeah. I would, or it's probably more of a statement, but why can't we see all the comments later? Cause I know I've seen a lot of people saying some funny stuff, but I'm also trying to like make sure that I'm listening to you guys and stuff. And <laughs> I wish I could, Hold on to those comments and go back later. <laughs> I haven't figured out a way to, to do it. Once you save the yeah. video, the only comments you see are the comments that come from after it's saved. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, b being, you know, I, I try to always, like, I'm kind of somewhat uh, anal about, about, like, replying to every comment on my stuff. And, like, I don't, I want to make sure everyone knows that, like, I'm seeing their stuff and, their comments and I care and you know that's just kind of how I am as a person so this is really giving me OCD right now that I can't so if, so if anybody if, if anybody's like watching that has said stuff like and and I wasn't like yeah I agree, yeah or respond I'm sorry no no Instagram is kind of the format right like because like you said like as soon as we post this video like all these comments go away and like I just want to say, like, everybody watching, like, we appreciate you being here and, like, supporting the show and interacting with us. Um, if we haven't, like, addressed all of your comments, I, I apologize, too. Like, it's it's really hard sometimes to keep up with all of them. But we do have some moderators like Sam and TJ who kind of help us with, with interacting with those and making sure that, you know, we are um, paying attention to all these people. So we appreciate Yeah, no, for sure. And, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, any final thoughts for you, Frank, uh, just as we close out the show here? 
Um, no, like I just, I greatly appreciate the opportunity. I don't do this a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm usually, you know, I'm not the, the best talker, but um, I do enjoy this community. I do care about everyone in this community. And, uh, but yeah, I, I don't really have anything to plug other than if you guys uh, want to do a sticker swap, hit me up in the DMs and I'd be happy to, like, I, I really enjoy doing that. When I was, uh, when I was a smaller um, content creator, I didn't have stickers or I'm like, what's the point or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of didn't really do it back then. And that's kind of when people start doing it is kind of try to, but I really like doing it. I like getting your guys, people's mail and sending my sticker. And so um, really if you guys, if you want to do a sticker swap, hit me up. No, that, that's awesome. <laughs> Heck yeah. Bought a hundred stamps yesterday. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> cool. There's such a cool way to connect with other other makers in the community. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. So. I need to I need to make some one day. <laughs> I, I started something new. I'm gonna get your sticker at WorkbenchCon because I now only accept stickers from makers that I meet in person. But I will gladly send. So bougie, so bougie when it comes to stickers. <laughs> hey, side note. I know we're trying to wrap up here, but You're good. Um, I'm gonna start. Collecting stickers from people that I've drank beers with and put them on my beer fridge. Oh, that's so amazing. I, one a sticker got, per beer? No, one <laughs> sticker per beer? Because I'll fill that thing up with my stickers would, if need be. You would. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got I've got Pine Barrens on my fridge. I just started that because I've got like five of the stickers. So I'm like, I'll put I'm gonna do that. If if I've met you in person and we've had a beer together, get sticker goes on the beer fridge. So there's a lot of stickers that are on my wall that I need to actually get a second sticker because I've had beers with a lot of those people. Nice. <laughs> you I like that. So. Fridge, right? Like, that's the next step. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you again, Frank. Yeah. For your time. Yeah, you bet. All right, yeah, Frank, go get your nightly three hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we're cutting into, his, cutting into his time. All right. We'll see. I'll, I'll, yeah. Good one. I'll uh I'll go get my little bit of sleep and thanks so much appreciate guys it. appreciate it. Thanks Frank. Have thanks everyone. See you. Good one.